0: This week's episode contains binaural recordings. Listen with headphones if you can. Sounds Curious. Hey there, and welcome back to the Sounds Curious podcast. We have been having some crazy adventures here, listeners, and we can't wait to share them with you. To everyone who made it out last week to the Buffy at 20 conference in Milwaukee at Marquette University, if you happen to be listening, that was a great time. And yes, podcast listeners... The road has been long, and for sure, at least I for one can say my body feels it today. But it is April, and spring is in the air, even if it was really, really cold in Milwaukee last week. So my mind turned to all things outdoors, and one of the things that I'm trying to commit to this year with limited success, but hey, NX6X is good, is going on regular sound walks. Just getting outside and listening to the sounds of the environment while I'm walking. And it's a really cool practice for a lot of reasons. Um, it's inspired by deep listening and my attempts to get closer to the sound practice of Pauline Oliveros. But it's also motivated by my desire to get closer to the sounds of nature and my environment, whatever that is. I live in a suburban neighborhood, pretty much, um, with a few natural areas nearby. So I get to hear a lot of wildlife in the mornings. And it's really, really wonderful. But on days like today, when I'm feeling the effects of two weeks of traveling from humid, hot Orlando back to Southern California, and then off to Milwaukee. I'm not really doing much of that traveling physically today. No, I'm sitting back and enjoying one of the greatest resources that I've found on the web for anyone who is a voracious listener, but who doesn't always have the time and the money to get out and listen what i'm talking about is a an archive and resource that i found online through a blog actually uh a blog called listening across disciplines uh over at listening across disciplines dot net and it seems to be a collaboration between a number of universities and colleges and some research councils dedicated to the humanities and the arts and This particular blog entry was an interview with Cheryl Tipp, who is the curator of wildlife and environmental sounds at the British Library. Now, I was initially attracted to the blog post just for the name of the blog, Listening Across Disciplines, yay, and the title, Listening Means Discovery. Now, this interview, I'm not exactly sure what date it was posted, But the interview contains a lot of great information on what Cheryl Tip, the curator, does as the curator of wildlife and environmental sounds at the British Library. She says that she cares for one of the world's largest and most comprehensive collections of natural history sound recordings, which means that listening is very much a part of her everyday work. And I'm mostly quoting from the article there. I really like the article for a lot of reasons, making us think about the idea of natural history in sound. Now, those of you who listen to the podcast know that we're pretty aware of the environmental changes that are going on in the world right now, as are a lot of artists, many, many sound artists and field recording artists, composers, artists of all stripes are really concerned right now with what's going on in the natural world. So there's a lot of talk and chatter and a lot of research being done, which is really, really wonderful. Now, this interview asks an awful lot of really great questions. Um, for instance, uh, Listening Across Disciplines asks, how do you think sound and listening can contribute to the understanding and responding to current socio-political, geographic, and ecological issues? and she answers sound is such an evocative medium that it has an incredible power to contribute to our understanding of current issues there is perhaps nothing stronger than hearing a song of a species driven to extinction through the actions of humans an inanimate specimen can only go so far in introducing an emotional response sound however can stir the soul well for those of you who are fans of Sounds Curious, you know that we firmly believe that sound can stir the soul. So this blog over at Listening Across Disciplines and this interview with the curator of wildlife and environmental sounds at the British Library led us over to the the SoundCloud stream for the British Library, which is out there online. And oh, listeners, Listeners, we just felt like we'd hit the motherlode over at the soundcloud.com forward slash the hyphen British hyphen library. Now, libraries have always been near and dear to my heart. I worked in many a music library. And if you know me as a composer, I often attribute the very best of my musical education, not to my classes. Not to diss the classes, they were great. But it was really working at the UCSD, University of California, San Diego Music Library, that opened me up to the world of sound. I worked at the listening desk where people would come and request recordings, so I had access to a room full of tens of thousands of recordings of every conceivable kind And I had the opportunity when I was working there to listen to anything I wanted to listen to, as long as I was working at the desk and was attending to our patrons. That particular job really opened me up to the value of listening to things that I just wouldn't think about otherwise. Listening to field recordings. It was the first time I was introduced to the songs of the Plains Indians that were recorded on wax cylinder a hundred years ago. It was the first time I'd heard many, many operas. It was the first time I'd heard southeastern European microtonal choral singing and all the things that are now just an incredible part of my listening world. So I initially came over to the SoundCloud stream of the British Library, looking for more environmental recordings, kind of organized around the idea of taking us all on a sound block today. What I found was so much more, and I encourage all of you to go over and check it out. If you want to hear Shakespeare read by actors a hundred years ago, if you want to hear H.G. Wells, the author, speak for two and a half minutes on the subject of diabetes, and trust me, he has some surprises on that subject, you can hear it at the British Library over on SoundCloud. You can hear contemporary scholars and researchers presenting on interesting topics, and you can hear a lot of beautiful environmental recordings that now represent something even more special. We know there are many field recording artists and we have featured many environmental recordings from Radio Appery and other online sources here in the podcast. But when we listen to historical recordings, we're also listening to environments that are vanishing nowadays. So when we go back and listen to birds call in Wales in the mid 1960s, those birds may not roost there anymore. When we go back and listen to the sounds of at the opening of this podcast, deer during mating season, and I believe that was probably a big bull deer. Crying out across a nature reserve in the UK Those are sounds that a hundred years ago we might have expected to hear in our everyday lives but now We're much more likely to hear the sounds of traffic in fact We've now reached the point where more people are urbanized we are now an urban species rather than a land-based species More humans live in cities than now live out in rural environments and so our connections to nature are becoming more and more tenuous. That along with a lot of other things make this archive over at the British Library really really special. There's an incredible collection of vaudeville songs and early show tunes bar songs and body songs sung by people back in the day. You can really become a historical researcher in sound without ever leaving your desk. Now I recommend that you do leave your desk occasionally and go listen to these things for yourself. Take a sound walk, set aside 20 minutes and just listen. As you walk along, do it by yourself or do it with other people. We'll be covering sound walks and the creating of sound walks and sound art walks, which augment the reality of moving through a space in future episodes. But for today, let's take a little tour. Let's just spend some time in the environment, the environment of the past. So I hope these recordings, found in early spring, will remind you about the beauty of the natural world and encourage you to get out there and enjoy it. And also, to occasionally dip into archives like the one over at the British Library and listen to the sound of landscapes past. It may be increasingly important to remember what these things sounded like, as we try and imagine our future where the sounds of human-made activity and noise far outweigh the natural sounds that we hear around us, but for right now, let's just go revel in a walk outside.